Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. relaxed yo (laughs) today we're going to talk about um practicing relaxed intensity as a leadership style (laughs) (laughs) what the heck is relaxed intensity well explain it to us relaxed intensity um (laughs) is in fact an oxymoron right because it's two opposing truths that we put together Um, If you think about it on a spectrum, if you were to say, okay, relaxed is a zero and intensity is a 10. And as leaders, we want to be a five. Mm. We want to find that perfect blend in order to to reach the most amount of people, to be impactful um, to the broader amount of people. I can't, what am I trying to say? You know, you guys get it. I'm (laughs) trying to reach a lot of people here. So I'm going to do that with relaxed Relax, yo. Intensity. So um, it's a lot of ways what I think about it. Well, the first thing I think about, um, because we are parents, is I go to parenting, and Mm -hmm. I've read books before that talk about permissive versus authoritarian parenting. So permissive, of course, is like never saying no to anything. Authoritarian is when you're too rigid um, and say no to everything. And they want you to marry those two styles and they call it authoritative, Mm. where your family knows that they're safe because there is um, a there is a ruling, there's a governing body that protects them. But at the same time, um, they also know that, hey, we have fun and, and, and we enjoy living in this household. So I think about it from a parenting perspective, but we're also applying this to being leaders. Mm. So I also think about the importance of being able to be approachable um, and yet uncompromising to your objectives. Okay. So it's important to me that um, people feel like they can talk to us, right? I mean, that would be a more relaxed um, style of leadership that they know that they won't be instantly chastised, mm-hmm. that they won't be um, instantly told like what they're doing wrong. Um, there's a difference between someone looking for a way forward and someone simply just needing to vent. Sure. And I think as a leader, sometimes we have to recognize that moment and say, um, I think this person just needs to vent today and not always push them forward. Mm. Um, And then sometimes we need to challenge them as leaders and say, hey, I hear that you're having a hard time. I I understand the difficulty of what you're going through, uh, but let's take a look at this strategy at how we can help you move forward or move through this difficulty. Um, So we don't let them, we don't let them, um, um, you know, Oh my goodness, I can't find the word. We don't let them like not go after their objectives. Abandon, that's what I'm looking for. Yes. Um, Well, that was my next one. Having (laughs) empathy, yet not accepting excuses. Right. You know, I think we talk a lot about the importance of timing. Mm. 
because I think about it, um, anytime you're going to go after something that is going to change your life, it's going to require a certain amount of focus. Uh, I mean, any of you who've ever said, hey, I'm going to, you know, start a new eating program today. Well, it required preparation. It requires focus. Um, y it requires time. And, uh, you know, when someone's chasing after their business dreams and their objectives, it's the same thing. It's going to require them to uh, be able to give a certain amount of energy or time into those objectives. And in order to be able to do that, they have to have the right timing. You can't, people oftentimes, they, if, if life is just throwing one storm after another, it may not be the right timing. Mm. And I think uh, the ability to have empathy and step into someone else's shoes and say, I can see right now this is not the right timing. But at the same time, not accepting excuses because right. sometimes people just won't get out of their own way. You know, sometimes we just don't want to. Sometimes it's not about timing. You know, in our business, uh, somebody makes five dials and nobody answers the phone. And they're like, oh, this just doesn't work. You know, like, exactly. Okay, I'm not going to be empathetic there. You haven't tried yet, right? So I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you accept that excuse that you're creating for yourself. That's right. And sometimes we do that by putting them around the team that are the team when they are uh, making the excuse busters, right? So when someone maybe is having a hard time in, um, in making dials, mm -hmm. for example, you put them around people who are making lots of dials right. because all of a sudden their eyes are open to realize, hey, wait, those people are making um, dials and I'm not. And it makes them have to push past that um, excuse that they may have. I think the other, um, another way to be more relaxed, have a relaxed intensity as a leader is the way we approach failure mm -hmm. with people. Um, I think we need to be generous in our grace uh, with failure, you know. Um, it makes me think about my s our son, right? He plays soccer and um, recently he, you know, part of soccer are these penalty kicks, these high pressure penalty kicks where um, you step up, it's you and the goalie and really the person shooting has the has the win they have the the percentages are in their favor to win to make that goal but sometimes the pressure of the moment can um, rob them from good decision making and you know joseph recently he had that situation at school he missed a a penalty kick mm -hmm. and he was just so distraught and so upset yeah. and then this past weekend we watched him step up and be the first one to volunteer and they went into they had tied they went into a shootout to win the championship and he was the first one to step up and say i'll do it i'll take the penalty kick first and thankfully he made it <laughs> but as we were leaving the field i told him i said it wouldn't have mattered to me whether you made it or didn't make it the point was you stepped up and you did it again yeah and, you know, <coughs> that's being generous with grace in failure, but it's um, also focusing on the growth through the failure. So I could understand, for example, if he had missed it again and he said, oh, I was just like so nervous, mm. I would have felt a lot of like, I understand that a lot of grace, but I don't want him to stop taking penalty kicks. I don't want him to stop growing just because he's experiencing failure. And um, I think as leaders, we have to remember that when we're dealing with 
trying to lead people who are out there. I mean, I think any of you that are out there making dials, putting your neck on the line over and over again, getting probably getting your teeth kicked in by <laughs> clients who aren't very kind. Yeah. You know, I think you're such heroes and such winners for just even trying. Yeah. Um, and I, but I also want you to keep going and not allow the failure to rob you of your future success. Yeah. You know, when we <coughs> discuss relaxed intensity, I, I think, I think a, a definition I come up with is like knowing what battles to fight. Um, I think when I was a, a young leader and just getting started and learning my leadership style and learning my, how to lead other people, not that we ever stopped learning that, but when I was raw and young, I leaned more towards the intense side than I did the relaxed side. And I, and I feel like um, everything was, was the hill to die on. Every point. Now it was, it became, and I, I joke, and it's not totally a joke, and maybe my family's watching this, but I feel like as a, as a family, my side of the family is genetically predisposed to being right. Like we just have this insatiable need to be right. And so everything that is against what, what we believe to be right, we have to make it a thing. We have to make it a point. And, um, and I know my family watching this would agree. That's 100% how we are. And I feel like over the years as a leader, I've had to learn how to just sift it. And the real question comes down to, is this point here that, that needs to be made, is it principle-based or is it pride-based? Do I need to make my point here? Do I need to die? Do I need to fight this battle? Do I need to be willing to die on this hill because my ego is out of check? And because I really just need to be right? Or is this a principle thing that, look, I, I, don't, I don't really care about this point or this argument. It's the principle of the matter that needs to be clear on it. I, I think it takes a lot of trial and error and a lot of making mistakes. Um, uh, my, uh, my brother was in the Army in, in artillery. And uh, when he first got started in artillery, he, I remember him t telling me this. He's my big brother. I, I, he told me this when I was real little. I don't know why I hung on to it. But he said in artillery, they, they call it bracketing. You, you can shoot too far, you miss your target. You can shoot too short, and you miss your target. But if you have a third shot in artillery, you should put it right in somebody's forehead. Mm -hmm. And it's because bracketing. You learn where too far is. You learn where not far enough is. So now you can, you can figure out where the... Uh, target actually is. Well, I don't know why I hung on to that in my mind, but as I got older and started leading people, I realized when I would cross the line with them mm. and I was too intense. Um, I, was, I was over the edge. I was making everything a point and I was a jerk mm. to keep it G-rated. Um, but then I've also seen leaders who are super nice, man. Everybody loves them. It's just kumbaya. Let's, let's just love one another. <laughs> but they never are effective in getting that person to move. Now, that person feels loved, but they're not feeling led. Mm -hmm. And so as a leader, you got to learn how to tiptoe all over that line. Right. Of, I, 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 I mean, I, a mentor of mine 20 plus years ago said, everybody, everybody needs a little teaspoon of asshole. You know, like that's, that's, and that's, I'm quoting. That's, <laughs> that's a quote for my kids watching this. But it's like, look, I, I mean, you got to tiptoe all over that line. And when you cross that line, you got to learn how to back off. And when you're coming up short, you got to learn how to ratchet it up a bit and step it up a notch so that you are effective as a leader. That's right. Um, that's a big deal. This is not about it being a personality type. It's about how you interact and respond to the people that you lead. Everybody's going to be different. It's not about you 
wearing, we're talking about wearing shorts and flip-flops and being super relaxed. Right. It's not, <clears throat> it's not how you dress necessarily. It's how you lead people and everybody needs to be led differently. Yes. Well, it's, um, it makes me think about like, again, as parenting, you can play good cop, bad cop, right? Sometimes behind closed doors, it'll be like, okay, you be the bad cop, I'll be the good <laughs> cop. Um, and that makes sure you have that pairing of the relaxed intensity um and typically like you're saying it isn't necessarily about the clothes that you wear um or even the per the god-given personality that you were given mm. you may have a tendency towards being a good cop or a bad cop um i mean realistically between the two of us like you lean more towards the bad cop i lean more towards the good cop but every now and then we switch roles you can ask our kids so it's not always a given <laughs> but, um, you know, you also do learn, and I think some of it just comes with age because you either um, chill out a little bit if you're naturally intense or you learn, like, I don't care what people think anymore um, if you're naturally laid back and you just start throwing it out there. So, uh, <laughs> but it is, like you're saying, that perfect balance mm -hmm. um, between um, how we are effectively reaching people and communicating with people um, to make sure that... Um, that we can lead them. I mean, the point here isn't so much about making us awesome. It's about, as leaders, we wanna make other people more awesome. Mm. And if we can't communicate effectively with them, um, then how can we possibly help them? Yeah, well, and I know for me, um, I know that when I am, I think to be relaxed intense, to be both of those, relaxed intensity, to have that, you have to have both pieces of it. You have to know how to work and you have to know how to relax. Mm -hmm. and, and I find that, look, if all I do is work, I'm just intense. If all I do is relax, well, I'm just relaxed, mm -hmm. you know. You're funny. Like, <laughs> but I have to have both in order to be a, an effective leader that has that relaxed intensity. We just recently went away for a, a four-day weekend, the two of us with some friends, but we went down to Mexico for four days, and she commented about how, like, the whole time there, I just slept, and we realized that, you know, I had been kind of running empty. Mm -hmm. I've been working, 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 and when I start running empty, I just get more and more and more and more intense. Um, and, <laughs> and that's not, that's not, that's just intensity. That's not relaxed intensity. That doesn't make you approachable to others when every time they come to you, they feel like you might bite their head off. But I did sleep a little bit that weekend, and we came back, and that, that first morning back, we had a, our, our regular Tuesday morning sales meeting, and afterwards, I had a number of people. You said something about it. Uh, Bruno said something about it. A couple of agents said something about it. Like, man, you just were, like, you were in a mood. Yeah. I was relaxed. I, right. had, I had relaxed, and yet... Nobody would ever argue that I wasn't still intense, mm -hmm. but I ha you have to have both. Now, some people think that's called balance and I need equal parts. No, you don't need equal parts. You don't need right. equal parts car to gasoline. That's not <laughs> right. It's not equal parts, but you do have to have both in order for that car to run. And for me, like, I, I, again, if all I am is relaxed, I'm not going to be effective. I'm going to come up short of that line and leading people. But if all I am is intense, I'm not going to be effective either. I'm going to drive people away. Mm -hmm. And so it does require that. And I feel like it's been a constant battle. I was confessing to some friends that I'm a recovering workaholic. And uh, like, I, I just find great value in work. And I find that, um, that that's, that's in a deep psychology going 
route here. Like I feel that's how I get love is by performing, right? Well, what I've learned about myself as I've gotten older and as I've screwed up a lot is I can't just be intense. I have to throw in some relax in there. I have to work hard and play hard, Mm -hmm. both. And here's what I've learned too. Now that I know that about me, and I'm still learning it, I have to in turn give that to others that are following me. Mm -hmm. I have to give them that freedom to say, hey, you know what? Like I've been working 100 hour work weeks for like a month, man. I need to take a break. Take a weekend. Take a break. Take a month. What I mean, no, no, I'm not a week. (laughs) (laughs) Take what you need, though, but but then get back to it. Otherwise, you're going to miss on that second half. There's two parts here, Mm -hmm. right? I think the longer that I live, um, when it comes to navigating the complexities of life, it really does boil down to how do we marry to um, opposing truths. So when you're talking about work and rest, or we're talking about relaxed and intense, um, we're talking about good and bad, <laughs> uh, good cop, bad cop. Um, but there's so many things in life that, that it's always, it's how do we mix those two things to, um, to do exactly what we need to do in this moment or season of life. Yeah. And it's never like always the same. It's always just learning how to mix them correctly. So, I mean, even like relaxed intensity, yes, we want to be at a five, but sometimes when you're dealing with a more intense personality, you're going to lean a little more intense. Yeah. Sometimes when you're dealing with a more relaxed personality, you probably need to lean a little more relaxed in order, again, to communicate effectively with that individual. And that's really what leadership is all about and that's why we're taking a little bit of time just to talk about the importance of this topic today yeah well hey (laughs) now that you know you you know. know